Hey friends, welcome to, I'm going to call this the very first episode of the Makers Guild podcast. I know I said that before. I know I said in the last episode that was the first episode, but that was just an introductory type episode. This one is definitely the first real episode of the podcast. And so I want to welcome you to this. I'm so excited about this podcast. And the first season is going to be all about the huge challenges, the big challenges, the obstacles, the things that hold us back from succeeding the way we want in our maker businesses, the problems that we face. And these are common problems that that all of us tend to face at some point in our maker businesses and how do we overcome those problems and so I'm super excited about this because I feel like it's going to uh, be a great way for us to lay a good groundwork for maker business that you know can refer to in the future and also that are going to uh, hopefully allow you know a lot of you to start to find some ways to get unstuck in some of the areas that are you're being held back in your business and uh, and I'm using this stuff in my business too. Actually, speaking of that, I'm starting a new maker business, uh, kind of coinciding with this new podcast, which is really fun. I'm going to be partnering up with a good friend of mine who is uh, just finishing up school for carpentry, and he's really talented. And the two of us have worked on some jobs together, and we really hit it off and work so well together. So we've decided that we're going to partner together and start a new maker business. So I think this is going to be really fun because what I can kind of do is document a little bit uh, with you here on these podcasts, this process of launching this business and figuring out all the things that go along with it. And I can tell you what's working for us and what's not. And I think it'll be a really fun way to kind of share the content of uh, of what I want to talk about when it comes to make our business here. And uh, so, yeah, so that's exciting. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Uh, the big problem that I want to talk about, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tease a little bit of some of the symptoms of this problem, and so listen to these symptoms and see if any of them resonate with you now, or maybe you've run into these in the past. And if you haven't, well, you probably will at some point. Uh, hopefully not, but. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, maybe you're struggling to find motivation and you're really having a hard time giving your business everything you've got. That's a symptom of this problem. Or maybe you kind of lost that love that you had for your work and your business in the early days when you first started out. You were so passionate and excited about everything and now it's like the life has kind of been sucked out of you. Well, that's a symptom of this problem we're going to be talking about today in the podcast. Or maybe you find that you're struggling a little bit to make some decisions in your business. It's not clear there's too many opportunities. All these things look really good and which is the right one to go with. Uh, that can be a symptom of this problem. Maybe you dreamed of owning a really incredible business uh, back when you first started, but now it kind of feels more like you just you own a crappy job, not an incredible business, and it's just it's a grind, and you're having to, uh, yeah, it feels like you're pulling teeth every day going to work, and that's a real terrible place to be. But it happens to us. It happens to us. Uh, maybe you find that you keep running into these awful clients who take advantage of you and they're just generally miserable to work with. That too can be a symptom of this particular problem. 
And so if any of these kind of describe you in some way, then this is the episode for you. And what is the problem that I'm talking about today? The problem is having a unclear vision for your business. Uh, maybe you don't have a vision for your business. Maybe you've never defined it. Or maybe you did way back in the day when you first started, back when you were so excited, back when you had all the energy and you were driving for this thing. But, you know, just all the day-to-day -day business has kind of uh, gotten in the way and has uh, sort of uh, gotten you far enough away from that vision that you it's, it's fuzzy now. You've kind of lost it. Um, maybe that's happened to you. But really, it's having this this lack of a clear vision and lack of a really compelling why. Why am I running this business? Why am I doing this? What do I want to accomplish? What are my dreams for this business? If if you know if you don't know what those things are, if they're uh, if you've never thought about it, or maybe you have thought about it but it's gotten foggy, it's gotten stale. Well, then some of these problems are going to start to crop up in your business. And let's go through them real quick and, and kind of connect the dots here, although I'm sure a lot of you are already making the jump. So if you're struggling to find motivation and give your business everything that you've got, well, it might be because you uh, you have lost that kind of like um, clear here's why I'm doing this. If you don't know why you're doing it, then it can be hard to kind of motivate yourself to to kind of go through the motions on this thing that isn't really connected to who you are as a person, what you value, what you dream about. And so it starts to feel like work. Um, or maybe you're struggling to make a decision in your business. You have so many opportunities. This happened to me, uh, you know, in my past business where I was kind of open to whatever whatever a customer came to me and said they wanted me to make, I'd be like, sure, let's make that. There's so many great opportunities. And uh, and so what ended up happening is it spread me thin and I kind of like felt like I wasn't really being creative and, and bringing myself to the, the business because I was sort of taking on all these different things. I didn't have a clear vision for what I wanted to make my business into and what I wanted to uh, build and what I wanted to create. And so uh, by not having that, so, that crystal clear picture of what it is that I want to accomplish, what would happen is that as opportunities would come my way, I wouldn't have a kind of um, basis to decide on which things I should do and which things I shouldn't do. And so if you run into this problem that you're struggling to make these decisions, all these opportunities that you're coming your way, it might be because you're not really clear on what you want your business to be. So how do you make a decision about whether this opportunity is right for you or not? Or maybe you uh, really dreamed of having this incredible business and and now it just feels like a crappy job. Uh, that might be because you've lost your connection to your why and you've lost your and you, you don't have a clear vision. Why is that? Well, we have this sort of idea of having an incredible business that we're going to make something remarkable, that we're going to make something unique, we're going to make something that is a true reflection of who we are. But over time, uh, just all the day-to-day -day things of running a business kind of start to drown that out. And it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you have to work to maintain that kind of, uh, that 
focus on what it is that you want to achieve, what it is that you want to accomplish, and, and all the day-to-day -day things, all the kind of challenges that we run into, all the administrative work, you know, the things that don't necessarily get us fired up. As those things happen, it can kind of wear away at that vision and kind of it gets blurry and it gets unclear and all we can see is like the problems in front of us and the challenges that we're facing every day and all those things. And, and so, yeah, that's another, you know, big reason why we got to keep that vision clear. We got to keep it in front of us. We got to keep refreshing it. We got to keep renewing it. We got to keep um, uh, updating it, I would say as well, to uh, the way that we're changing as a person and the way our business is changing. Um, or what about the whole thing about having kind of awful clients or, or uh, you know, uh, customers who really are toxic. Um, this might be again related to the why, and there there might be multiple things there. But um, one of the pieces with kind of having a clear vision for a business is also having the clarity of who we're going to be working with as clients, and and sort of what we're going to accept in terms of a client relationship. So like uh, sometimes we'll take on jobs with people who are you know, treat us terribly because, you know, we need the money or whatever it is. Uh, but if they really don't kind of fit that vision for the type of people that we want to serve and that we want to attract into our businesses, then, uh, you know, it may not necessarily be that they're terrible people, but they just might not be a good fit for you and for your business. And so if you don't have that clarity, if you don't have that, uh, yeah, the, the vision for what it is that you want to do, then it can be easy to end up with these clients who uh, kind of suck the life out of us. And, and so, yeah, let's, uh, so yeah, I think that's pretty clear about why we need an important vision. All right, we've talked about a bunch of the negative things, a bunch of the symptoms, a bunch of the problems that come up for us if we don't have a crystal clear vision and why in our business. But let's flip that over now and let's look at the positive. What does it do for us? What is the point? What is the good? How does it help us to succeed in our business and to have a uh, fulfilling business that we love um, by having a clear vision and a clear why that drives us and a dream for our business. Let's talk about that. So first thing first, having that clarity of a vision and a why drives us. It's our motivating factor. It's, uh, it's the thing that kind of gets us excited to move towards, right? It's, it's this kind of vision of an ideal, a vision of a dream, of a possibility, you know, of a future that is hopeful, that we want to have, that we would like to achieve. And it's kind of like the carrot, you know, the carrot on the end of the stick that, that pulls us forward, that draws us forward into the business. And so it can be so powerful to have a, a very clear why that resonates with us emotionally on a on a deep level that aligns to our values and to uh, you know just the unique wiring as of us as an individual. If we can get clear on that and we can get that aligned, then it's it's almost like it's almost like removing all the blocks that are in our way that stop us from taking action and moving forward. It's it's like 
when when you're not totally clear on that and you're not sure that it's something that you really want, then you're kind of like, ah, I'm not really going to sacrifice. I'm not really going to push. I'm not really going to run towards it because I don't know if it's going to get me what I want. But if we can get really clear on that and go, yes, this is something that resonates with me. This is something that I want to be a part of. This is something that I want to make happen. This is something that uh, I, you know, dream of. Then, then it pulls us. It pulls us forward, and it's exciting, and it gives us energy. And so, uh, so yeah, that's a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. But it also helps us with clarity. Oh man, this is so big because in business, this is this is so huge. Uh, there's so many opportunities once you start to get into business and start looking around at what you can do. There's, you know, I can sell this product or that product or I could add this service or that service. I could serve this target market or that target market. Uh, somebody comes to me with this possibility or, uh, you know, I, I happen to see somebody else doing something that's working. Like there's just... There's so many possibilities. the The field is so wide open, and especially nowadays, with uh, you know all the tools that are available to us, all of the um, all the opportunities that we have through the internet and through social media and that sort of thing, and the way that we can see so many other people doing so many things that seem inspiring, uh, it can be really hard to pick a path and move forward in it. And this. And this can really suck the life out of a business. Uh, it, it's so counterintuitive. It feels like you know these opportunities, having all these opportunities and all these possibilities is good, you know, that it's a, a good thing. And, and there's a sense in which it is to have those available to us. But the problem comes when we don't push forward with one path and and uh, when we when we see all these opportunities here to the left and the right and we're going this way and we're going that way it spreads us thin you know it's like we're trying to do too many things and we can't accomplish any of them and and we don't become we don't get to become known for something because we're doing so many different things like who are we like what what do we do so our marketing becomes harder um, it's it's pervasive. It just goes across everything. Uh, that like as makers, you know, we have tools and workshops a lot of times and that sort of thing. And so, uh, you know, if we're not super clear in our vision and what is that we're doing and we're following all these different opportunities, it kind of ends up often means that oh, we're collecting all these different tools for like all these different possible things that we could be making, and which is fine and it's fun, but. Uh, it ends up like cluttering up our shops and we end up spending a whole bunch of money on stuff that we're only using every once in a while. And we're not getting good at any of them. We're kind of only okay at a whole bunch of them. So it's really powerful. It's really powerful to have a super clear vision. Uh, the book, The Pumpkin Plan, that I read and I ended up getting uh, certified as a uh, business strategist to help people implement the pumpkin plan into their businesses and what I'm doing in my business talks a lot about this this uh, concept of pruning. So, you know, the idea with uh, growing a giant pumpkin is that you have this vine that's growing these giant pumpkins. And the only way to get those massive pumpkins that win the awards at the fairs and that sort of thing that you can turn into some sort of boat or whatever, the only way you get those is by 
cutting off from the vine all the pumpkins that are that don't seem quite as promising. You want to get it down to one pumpkin as soon as you can early in the season, which which pumpkin looks like it's the most promising, and you're going to cut off all the other pumpkins so that all the energy of the vine and all the all the nutrients from the soil and the water go into that one pumpkin and it becomes incredible and remarkable. Instead of being divided across a bunch of pumpkins that end up being kind of mediocre and, and uh, nothing special. And so this is what having a clear vision and a clear why in our business does for us is it helps us to be able to make those choices to cut off the things that don't fit with our vision and that suck the life out of us. I think this is a really important point when it comes to makers, uh, creative people like us, uh, that, that having all these different possibilities actually ends up kind of sucking the joy and the life out of us because what happens is we kind of... Um, we sort of comp can compromise our creative integrity, if you will, uh, where it's sort of we're doing these things because it seems like, oh, it's a good way to maybe make money or something like that. It's a good opportunity that I'm going to chase or land it on my lap. And it's really not like expressing who we are, you know, sometimes. And, and so I think if we can have that clear vision, that clear why, what is it that I want to make? Who are the people that I want to make it for? That sort of thing that it empowers us to uh, kind of fuel the fires of our creativity and of our craft so that we're really making things with integrity, with joy, with passion, with energy that we can throw our entire being into these projects that we're making. It's so incredible to have that feeling and, and it's so... Uh, life draining when we lose that and when we don't have that and we're kind of making something because we feel we ought to and we feel we need to or it seems like you know a good opportunity but it doesn't really fuel us as a person so so yeah those are some of the things that can help us um, by having a clear vision a clear mission a clear why a clear dream for our business Okay, I think I've uh, covered the importance of the why. So let's get into how do we do this? How do we set up our why? How do we get clear on the vision that we have for our business? How do we tap into those dreams that we have for our business and and get them clear again? Uh, so I think there's a lot of ways of doing this, of course, and, and pursue what has worked for you in the past. You know, look back to when you had a clear vision and how did you get there. Follow that path again. That'll that'll get you there. Uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of different exercises that we can follow. One of the ones that I really love, personally, is really based on imagination. I think, uh, you know, we're... Pretty good at imagining things as makers. Our imaginations are active and and very powerful because we imagine these things in our minds before we create them in reality. And so I think we operate out of imagination. It's a natural place for us to be and to live. And so I like to tap into that strength that we have as makers. And so one of the things that I like to do as makers, I like to kind of project my mind, and this takes takes a little chunk of time, like set aside some time, 
the way I do it is in front of a computer with a uh, notepad open where I can kind of free flow creatively write sort of what my dream and my vision is. Uh, although I don't only do that, I'll also kind of do it like maybe in the shower or on a walk or something like that where I can just explore my imagination. And I think that's a really good way to kind of develop it and explore it and play with it. But then ultimately, I think it's valuable to sit down in front of a computer, or sit down, uh, you know, in front of pen and paper and get it written down so that it's kind of gets concrete because otherwise it it's ethereal and it can drift away. Uh, so I like getting it written down. So what I do is I project in my mind, I imagine you know, some amount of time in the future, five years in the future, one year in the future, whatever kind of feels like a good amount of time to you. And actually, the time doesn't really matter that much, to be honest. Um, I, I, I would get stuck on the time frame, but just, just like imagine an amount of time forward in the future where you feel like you could have kind of accomplished uh, you could have got to the point where your business is like firing on all cylinders and is like what you want it to be. And so sometimes like if you imagine five years out, it kind of gives you that freedom of like, well, I can accomplish a lot in five years. Who knows where I could be? And it and it sort of frees me up to think more creatively, more, um, you know, with more of a visionary kind of uh, imagination that I bring to it. Whereas if I go say a year from now, then all the limitations start to come in uh, about like, oh, how much can I really accomplish in this next year and all that stuff. And and I kind of hold myself back from uh, my true dream of what I would love to accomplish. So that's just what works for me. So I imagine in my mind, what is my business going to be like in five years? And what I like to do is Think about like what would I love? What would I love to like? What would I? Uh, what would be the best if I could have? If I could? If this business were everything I dreamed it could be? If it were fulfilling for me? If it aligned with my values? You know, maybe I need to write down what I value. What's important to me? Let let me get clear on that so that I can make sure that my vision actually, you know, flows from that. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think about for sure some of this sort of, uh, what do you call it, kind of external factors. Like I'll think about how much money do I want to be making? Uh, what kind of workshop do I want to have? What kind of tools do I want to have? All those kinds of things. But I feel like a lot of those are a little bit external. And I think some of the other uh, internal things, some of the more creative things are what drive um, a lot of us uh, more deeply than than some of the external stuff, you know, like your paycheck, it's a number on a page, it's a number in a bank account, it's important, yeah, we need the money to live and it's a tool, but it's not the whole thing, if you're just chasing a number, it's, uh, it, yeah, well, you're never gonna, you're, you're never gonna have enough, right, so, so that's a piece of the puzzle, it's not the whole thing, so I imagine what would I love to have in my life, what would I love to have in my business, how how would I be fully kind of able to express who I am through my business? Uh, and so what are the types of things that I'm making that I'm making things for? You know, who are the customers who like if I could if I could work with any customer in the world, if they were like the ideal person, what what's that person like? Um, and, and what's it like to work with them? And, and how do I work with my customers? Am I, am I working remotely? Am I going over email and stuff? Or am I sitting down to the, with them face to face? 
uh, am I doing custom work? Am I do designing my own products and services? Am I making one-off items, one-of-a-kind pieces? Is it more like art and sculpture, or is it more like, am I creating like a line of, of my own designs, you know, like a line of furniture or a line of products of some sort, and, and they're made to order, or I'm getting them manufactured, because like maybe I'm really interested in the sort of design and innovation and the problem solving that piece of you know making my products but I'm not so interested in the manufacturing so then I'm going to dream about outsourcing that to you know a factory somewhere or something like that or maybe maybe I love that process of kind of creating something custom every time where I get to work with a customer and help them to realize this vision that they have in their mind and I get to have this amazing kind of creative experience working together with them to to both sort of draw what they want but then also to put myself into that piece and create something truly unique that is like special for them and and special for what I've done you know that's a really cool vision like you got to find what is what what is it that you want to be as an artist, as a maker, as a creator? What's the path that, that fires you up that you would love to follow? Maybe, maybe you love, maybe you love the manufacturing side of things. You love the like uh, improving the quality every time of getting more efficient, of getting faster, of, of uh, doing it, yeah, doing a better job of uh, you know maximizing your output or whatever. And so maybe that's kind of more the way you're envisioning. And maybe you have. Maybe you're making things as a subcontractor for other other makers out there who are designing the pieces and and you're just manufacturing them or uh, or maybe you're partnering with another person who's really creative and you're able to focus on like the making and the manufacturing and the you know the the actual sort of execution of creating the products like you got to think about what's gonna fire you up what's gonna be meaningful to you what's gonna drive you what do you what do you really love? Explore that in your mind and and have fun with it, right? You kind of the world is open to you. The possibilities are kind of infinite, so so don't hold back. Like think about what it is that you like, uh, what you want, what you want, but also who are you? Who are you as a person? What type of person are you? Like what what fires you up when you look back at your past and remember the times that you've been like really on fire in life when you've been really energized and and going forward towards something like what was it about those times and can you kind of extract the sort of essence of those things and build a business around that like maybe maybe it's uh, about the flow state you kind of it's about like creating some space to create where like you have no interruptions and you're able to just like dive in on something but maybe that's not you maybe you know uh, maybe you are driven really by like being in a really cool team of people who are like uh, everybody's bringing their a game and you're brainstorming together and you're solving problems together and you have your strength and they have their strengths and you come together in a really magical sort of way maybe that's what fires you up um, maybe maybe what fires you up is is uh the type of, of thing that you make, like the medium, you know, maybe maybe there's some particular, like, uh, uh, for example, as woodworkers, right? I'm a, I'm a woodworker, and one of the things that um, fires me up is, like, getting to work with a really beautiful wood, you know, like walnut or some, like, exotic hardwoods or whatever. It's, it, 
it's uh, something that inspires me. If I'm if I'm just making another thing out of like you know pallet wood or whatever. No offense, Jackman. It's all it's all cool. What you're making is amazing. But for me, um, I don't get fired up by that as much. And and I love the kind of beauty of a of a gorgeous piece of wood. But maybe you know maybe so maybe it's a medium. Maybe it's the material that that you know you want to. You want to be able to focus more on now. What about the size of the projects that you're making? Do you want to make big, you know, uh, big projects that are going to take you months to kind of complete, and it's like a, it's like a masterpiece that you're creating, or maybe you want to be able to crank out something new every day or something small. Uh, maybe you, maybe your art is going to be through uh, the storytelling that you're telling about. Uh, what it is that you're making and it's not as so much about the process of making as much as it is about the story that surrounds it there's so many different possibilities so uh, just enter into an imaginative state and and explore the possibility of what's going to fire you up what are you excited about um oh yeah you can also think about you can also think about what are the things what are the what are the things that suck the life out of you what are the things that that sort of uh, steal your soul when you're doing work like how can you avoid those things how can you design a business where you don't you know those aren't going to be part of your day-to-day -day. maybe you dream about having you know a person who does your marketing for you they're taking photos and they're posting up because like that's a part of your job that you hate or something like that uh, it, who knows what it might be right but like think about think about all those things what do you love what do you hate? How can you tailor your business around those things? Now, what about what about the people that you're working for? What are they like? What is about the people in your team? What are they like? What about uh, the um, the the your workshop? What's that like? You know, just get all these things clarified. Like for me, for me, one of the things that I dream of is having a shared workshop with. Uh, a small group of, of fellow makers that we're working on a business together, but we all kind of have uh, unique sort of strengths that we bring to the table and we kind of uh, come together to kind of create something unique and amazing. And like that's, that's one of the pieces of my dream, but um, maybe your dream is to uh, just be able to work alone in the woods or whatever. It, it, what matters is what fires you up, and and so um, yeah, enter into enter into your imagination, and then write things down. And one of the ways that I really like to do this, uh, and everyone's different, um, but one of the ways that I really love to do this, and a lot of people recommend this when it comes to the why, when it comes to the vision, when it comes to the dream, is to use a story to kind of uh, capture that. So instead of like a bunch of bullet points, like I make this many dollars and I have a shop with this many square feet in it and these tools and I make these things and it's just like a big list. Um, you know, that's okay. That's okay. And if that's like, if you're really an analytical type person, a really structured type person, then that might uh, resonate well with you. But a lot of us, um, a lot of us, that's not really gonna, that's not really gonna light the fire. It's not really gonna... Um, it's not going to capture our imagination. It's not going to pull us forward a bunch of bullet points. But, uh, and, and I think this is pretty universal, is that humans are story-driven. Like we respond to story and our lives are kind of 
a bunch of stories and and that's what inspires us and that's what scares us and that's what uh, what what really um, connects to us deeply is story and so I like to then take kind of what I've created in my imagination and kind of create a narrative of like what's what's my day like what's my week like like tell the story how did I get to this place and where am I going and you know the protagonists and the obstacles and all those things that we we tell the story and it's a it's a great way to kind of enter in like allow us to enter into our that imaginative imaginative state again when we revisit this that that story kind of um, connects to our our emotions that it, it, it moves us on an emotional level um, some of us I think can act better out of sort of logic like oh this is the this is the best thing to do and I'm gonna do it but most of us and I think psychologists are telling us more and more it may in fact be all of us are are actually run on emotion and emotion is incredibly powerful and we can use it to our advantage to drive us towards what we want to uh, what we want to have in our lives by making sure that this vision that we have is emotional that it stirs up emotion within us that it stirs up excitement that it stirs up sentiment you know that it's something that we long for that it's something that we dream of that it's something that inspires us it's something that um yeah that that just really connects to us on a deeply emotional level so uh that's really what you want to shoot for so that's one that's so that's one uh process that you can follow to find your why to get clear on the vision for your business and I love it and I highly recommend that you spend some time engage with that to craft a vision that will drive you forward. Another thing that um that I love and this comes from the uh the pumpkin plan program that I'm a part of and I really like this exercise and it is called the five whys. It might have actually been Simon Sinek um, from before, but uh, it's also something that they teach in the pumpkin plan. I think they got it from him. And, and the idea is that uh, we should start with the why. Why are we doing this? Why does it matter to us? And so what we do is we write down why. It's whatever, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, you write this down. Why, why do I want to create this vision? Why do I want to create this business? But then what we do is often what happens is whatever first kind of comes up, it's a little bit surfacey. It's a little bit, you know, it's good. It's uh, It can be motivating. But once we've written down that, why ask, well, why that? Why does that matter? Why is that important? Why is that something that is compelling to me? So let's go deeper. Why that? And we ask a second why and we write that down. And then we can go further with it. Well, why that? Let's go even deeper. Let's go to the next level. And uh, and so this whole concept of the five whys, if we can do this five times where we go really as deep as we possibly can to the absolute core of why this matters to us, that we can get so clear on it and we can get, and it's so... Um, it's not superficial. It's not a thing that's kind of like, oh, this is this is nice today, but then tomorrow it's not really that compelling to me. But if we can really dig down to some of those core reasons, and there might be a collection of them, uh, then 
then that can be so powerful to uh, pull us forward. And so what will be amazing there is if you can kind of boil that down to a little statement of why it is that you do what you do. So do the five whys, uh, do the imagination, and, uh, and those are going to really help you to uh, be able to make those decisions that you need to make about opportunities that you're coming or, your way. Do they fit with that vision? Do they move you towards that vision? Or are they pulling you away from that vision? Well, that's obvious. But what about ones that are kind of like tangential to our vision? Well, I have to think about those. But maybe there's something else that can pull us more directly in the direction that we want to achieve. Or what about, you know, the motivation we have, read this thing every morning or every night or whatever in your lunch break, whenever your energy's kind of lagging a little bit. Well, now it's a time to pull out that vision, read it again, remember why you're doing this, remember what it is that you're hoping to accomplish, and, and that can give you energy and motivation and drive to push forward. Uh, what about dealing with those clients that are really challenging. You know, maybe this vision can help you kind of uh, find out who it is that you want to work for and, and maybe uh, maybe tilt your advertising, tilt your marketing uh, to, war, to sort of target the people that you really resonate working with, that you would love to work with. Um, it also works with the people that you're going to hire, that you're going to work together with in your business, the vendors and everything else. Do they, uh, do they buy into this vision that you have? Do they, is this something that resonates with them? Um, if, if it's not something that they can kind of get excited about, then maybe they're not going to be a good fit for you. They might be very talented, but you know, if they're not really kind of bought into what it is that you want to accomplish in your business, then they're going to be pulling and they're going to be uh, grading against you and, and you guys are going to be going in different directions, right? If you if you want to partner with someone, make sure that they line up. This is one of the things that I'm going through right now with my partner is that we're uh, going through this stuff to make sure that we're on the same page with this stuff. And so far, it seems like we seem super aligned, which is very exciting. So that means that we know that we're both moving in that same direction together and we're not going to be, you know, going across purposes. So there's a lot of power that we can get from this. So I, I really encourage you to set aside some time to either dust off your vision that you have created in the past and to update it to reflect who you are now. Uh, or if you've never created one, to create one and then start to use it every day to get it. Chris, keep it clear in front of you to keep it so that you don't lose that vision so that it can continue to act powerfully to get you where you want to go in your business. Well, friends, that's what I have for you today. This was the first real episode of the Makers Guild podcast. So excited about this podcast. I had a ton of fun today sharing with you these things about your purpose and your vision and your why. I hope that you will uh, take them to heart and implement them in your business. Um, I would love to hear from each and every one of you. Um, we're small right now, so I can talk to all of you. And so please hit me up in the uh, contact form on my website or on Instagram or wherever you want to find me. 
and I would love to hear from you. Tell me about what your vision is, what your why is, so that I can be inspired by you. If you try this out, these exercises with your vision and your why, and you're struggling a little bit to get that real clarity, the confidence that you are on the right track, I would love to come alongside you and help you to get that figured out. I have a program where we can step-by-step step go through the process to get you clear on what it is that you want to accomplish with your business, why, uh, your dreams, to connect it to your values and your life's purpose. Uh, it's, it's so fulfilling for me to be able to do that and, and I think it's gonna make a big difference in your business unleashing you and giving you that sort of firm, kind of unshakable confidence that you're on the right track, that you're going in the right direction. And so if you would like some help with that, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching to kind of guide you through that process. I send you off on your own to do some homework. Come back together, we do some more coaching where if there's any sticky points, if there's any parts that could be refined or, or you're stuck on, we can work through them together and you can come out the other side with this really crystal clear vision that's going to propel you forward. So if that's something that interests you, please contact me. Uh, I would love to talk to you about that. Now, our next episode, our next episode is going to be carrying forward the next step after vision, after the why, after the dream for our business, which is a great foundation. We're going to take it further with something called immutable laws. These are the laws in your business that you do not compromise on them. And this is a way for you to very powerfully kind of set the boundaries in your business and also to really hone in on kind of the way that you're going to operate your business where it's true to who you are, it's true to your integrity, to what you value, what's important to you, and it's going to uh, solve a lot of problems in business. So, so in the meantime, uh, if you want to find out more about Makers Guild, definitely check us out on the website makersguild.space and you can find out more about what we're up to there and what we do as well as you can sign up for our email list where you'll get notified when new podcast episodes come out and whenever we're doing something that's interesting that we'd like to tell you about and you can also find us on Instagram, makers.guild. I'd uh, love to interact with you there. Feel free to hit me up in the DM, and I'd love to get a conversation going. And until next time, keep on making stuff.